0: From the Edwin Cardinal O'Brien Pastoral Center in Washington, D.C., home base for the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, this is Catholic Military Life, the only official podcast of the Archdiocese. I'm your moderator, Taylor Henry. And joining me by telephone from San Antonio, Texas for this edition is Father Captain Robbie Decca, a chaplain recruiter for the United States Air Force. Father Decca, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So uh, let's get right down to it, Father Decca. How great is the need for active-duty Catholic chaplains in the U.S. Air Force right now?
1: Well, um, I'm not sure if my words are going to really uh, paint the true picture of the need that we have for the. The Catholic priests in the Air Force. Um, I'll begin by saying that we really need a priest in the Air Force. We are in great need um,
0: at the moment. I see and uh, how is that? Are some of our airmen and their families uh, having to uh, go without uh, the sacraments because of the lack of chaplains available? Yes,
1: that's- so, at the moment, we have about uh, 58, 60, um, thereabouts, um, active duty priests, uh, who are in the Air Force. And we need we need about 150 for us to be sitting uh, comfortable uh, to meet the needs uh, of the Air Force and the needs of the airmen and their families. Wow. There are a lot of... Uh, bases that do not have priests that airmen and their families are left to go off base to to have um, to receive the sacrament
0: I see so let me just make sure I understand this you say the Air Force needs 150 that's, that's,
1: that's
0: correct so the Air Force has 60 active duty priests it needs 150 and those 60 active duty priests are serving approximately one for every 100, 1,380 Catholics in the Air Force. That's not counting their families. So one priest not, yeah. one priest for every 1,380 airmen. Wow, that's a big shortage, Father Decca. How are you managing? And so how, you, how are you and other um, Catholic chaplains in the Air Force managing to, to cope with this shortage?
1: We manage by the grace of God. <laughs> uh, so the way uh, uh, at the present, what is happening is that we, the Air Force, has been opening up um, some billets, some uh, bases uh, to contract priests. We give out contracts to those uh, civilian priests that will be able to cover weekend masses. They cannot; they are not able to cover other things that are required of. Active duty, you know, uh, priests. Uh, they are those priests that are on uh, contract. Are only limited in what they can do for for the Air Force and for the Airmen.
0: I see, yes. and uh, so you're uh, using uh, the help of contract priests who are actually not in the service, uh, but not the, in the service, yes. but they live close by to the bases where they're able to come and go uh, to. Uh, celebrate Mass on weekends.
1: That that's correct.
0: I see. Uh, and why is it that um, Catholic Air Force chaplains are in such short supply, Father Decca?
1: Um, I wouldn't just like you know uh, just say that that affects the Air Force alone. It's um, across the service branches. Uh, this is what is going on. Um, we. Bear in mind that you know the priests that are in the air force or in the army or in the navy or in the marines um, come from the diocese and religious orders uh, that are within United States. That we have to understand that the Access of military service does not have its own priest. We rely on the priests that we are, that are on loan from. Um, different dioceses around the United States. And those priests are only able to join us when they are allowed by their bishops to to, to apply. Um, for example, we are talking about the Air Force, to apply to the Air Force uh, as, as Catholic chaplains. So at the moment, because the shortage is affecting um you know, both sides, whether it's the military dialysis or the regular dioceses that are not affiliated to the military, uh, the shortage is everywhere. For us, uh, that really hits us so bad because we do not have our own priest. It's a two-fold thing that I'll I'll explain a little bit as to how that happens where we get our priests.
0: I see. And as you point out, the bishops across the country have their own priest shortages. So uh, there's yes. a limited number of priests that they can offer for military service.
1: Exactly. And, and, and also, it's not just for the Air Force. We share from that small pool uh, with other branches as well.
0: Understood. Well, tell us about your work as an Air Force chaplain recruiter. It sounds like you have your work cut out for you. How do you spend your time, and how do you go about recruiting young men to uh, to become priests and chaplains, or, or pr- young priests to become chaplains after they're ordained?
1: Okay, so yes, like I said, it's a, we have a, a two-track system. Um, the first one is Recruiting those who are already priests to become uh, priests, chaplains in the Air Force. Uh, what, there's a phrase that goes by saying a vocation within a vocation. So how my day uh, looks like, or my weekly, you know, uh, outlook uh, goes like this: um, I travel throughout. United States um, I try to attend uh, convo- uh, convocations um, in different dioceses you know that depends as well uh, with the reception of vocations directors and also the uh, the bishop actually I shouldn't say vocations directors because we we don't really uh, engage vocations directors when we go for convocations we engage the the bishops and the um, what we call chief of staff in in the uh, in the air force uh, in the layman's uh, language the vicar of clergy. So we we engage those and if they are receptive to our visit, we go and spend some time with them as they go throughout their week with their convocations and also we explain. Uh, the needs of the air force during that time so uh, as you can imagine um, i have to hit almost like quite a number of dioceses uh you know across the united states so being the only one in the air force you are gone for the most part of the time doing just convocation then comes with uh, comes, uh, the um, conventions of different kinds, you know, different groups of, of priests. For example, we have uh, groups, African uh, priests in the United States. We have uh, Vietnamese, we have Filipino, we have um, all different kinds of, like, you know, uh, groups that we have to, try to attend and get priests from the invite priests from from those groups, Um, because that's the only time that we can engage, like, face-to-face with a particular priest. Then uh, once we get the interest, we invite them to a—within our office, we have um, this—it's a— it's a thing that we hold in, we, we host priests in, in the northern part of uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we call it Come Be With Us. So we, we have um, an event um, that we organize uh, on the Air Force side uh, in northern Las Vegas. Um, we invite priests that may have interest or have questions or just want to know more about chaplaincy in the air force so we invite them over we host them in in northern las vegas at the hotel um, the air force pays uh, everything they pay for their uh, airfare food and and hotel the only thing that they have to invest on their side is their time and their mind
0: and this um, this retreat is for already ordained priests who are considering this
1: is for- Yes, now we are talking about already ordained priests. I'll come to the seminarians uh, in a little bit. So, okay. this is for all the people that are already priests because those are the ones that we need now. Um, so, we, we host them in Las Vegas, then we, because there are two bases in Las Vegas, there's a base called Nellis uh, Air Force Base which is uh, a fighter, a combat fighter jet um, training base. That one has a normal kind of like feel of a cornered base where a chaplain is, is available to all different kinds of squadrons. And there's another base in the northern part in the mountains called Creech Air Force Base. That one has a feel of a deployed setup. And the mission there is a little bit different. So we expose those priests to both, you know, uh, environments, and and we give them an opportunity to experience the uh, life of a chaplain um, in the Air Force. And we open it up to questions. Um, then it's a non-committal, you know, uh, event. Then they, they, they go back to, to their respective parishes, and we, we remain engaged with them. And for those who might decide to say, I would like to pursue uh, this, then we guide them on how to go about you know, um, obtaining uh, permission from their bishops or from their ordinaries or from their superiors if they are coming from a religious order background. So we go from there. Then, now let's talk about on the seminarian track.
0: And this is the second track that you're talking about.
1: This is now the second track. Yes. So, with the second track, we work in conjunction with the Archdiocese of Military Service uh, with the vocations director at the Archdiocese of Military Service because, on our part, we are not. I'm not a vocations director.
0: And that vocations director is soon to be Father S. Matthew Gray, who uh, yes. is soon to replace Father Aidan Logan, who's been the
1: Aiden Logan. Yes, exactly. vocations
0: director here for the past eight years or so.
1: Yeah. So um, we work with, with, with the vocations director at the Archdiocese of Military Service who helps us identify those young men who are um, willing to be uh, – to be seminarians to be co-sponsored seminarians. Uh, that's the key word, co-sponsored because mind you the status of military service does not have their own priest they have to be they have to belong to the um, ordinary you know diocese. so those those seminarians uh, would go as co-sponsored Seminarians with the view of becoming um, Air Force chaplains when, after they are ordained. After they are ordained, they serve three years mandatory um, experience in their home diocese before they come to active duty.
0: So, Father Deca, uh, chaplain right. recruiter for the United States Air Force, uh, in your dealings with both seminarians and priests, Talking to them yeah, about yeah. becoming Air Force chaplains. What are some of the yeah. biggest impediments uh, in in your recruiting efforts?
1: But the biggest impediments there are, uh, you know, there are two main ones. Um, first of all, like I mentioned, we are experiencing a shortage of um, priests, you know, across both the biggest impediment is the numbers that 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 are available because it's very difficult for a bishop to let go of his priest. Uh the priest that he can use uh in his diocese. But at the same time, um those people, that very people that those priests are coming to serve in the um, in the in the armed forces in particular uh, what we're talking about in the Air Force, come from these uh, very dioceses that, uh, across the United States. And when they're done with their services, they have to go back home as Catholics, not as Protestants, you know. So that's the the, the main, one main impediment, is the shortage of priests across the board. The second one is that... Um, there are, again, it, it's tied to a, a bishop. Um, there are a few bishops out there that are willing to let go of their priests, to become um, chaplains. And at the same time, the third impediment is that it's just a lack of understanding as to what a chaplain is. Or Catholic chaplains do in the armed forces or in the air
0: force, and and tell so us more about of, tell us more about that. Uh, what do the chaplains do, and why is it important to have Catholic chaplains in the U.S. Air Force?
1: Okay, so the main thing is the obvious. <laughs> we need uh, people in the Air Force need sacraments too. We Catholic in the Air Force have sacraments. Um, granted that the, that's the largest number, that's the largest denomination in the Air Force is Catholic. So we need, they need sacraments as well. It's not that when somebody becomes an airman or a guardian in, in because now uh, we have space force, they cease to be religious. No, they still are religious, they're still spiritual, they still need God in their lives, and, and a chaplain, a Catholic chaplain is really vital in making sure, actually, that we bring the sacraments to them when they're in the field, when they're deployed, and also at the same time, bringing sacraments to the families that are remaining here at home, and also joining, working to, with them uh, in those difficult times. That is the main important thing why we need Catholic chaplains in the Air Force. They need sacraments. They need uh, a priest. They need uh, confessions. They need the Eucharist. They need counseling. They need uh, religious education. All those things that happen in a regular parish they need all that in the uh, Air Force as well. and who provides that? It's a
0: Catholic priest. I'm talking to Father Captain Robbie Decca of the United States Air Force. Father Decca is a chaplain recruiter for the United States Air Force. Uh, Father Decca, what is your advice to the young man discerning the vocation within a vocation as a Catholic military chaplain?
1: My advice is uh, simple. Give God a chance to speak to you, and you'll be amazed of where God is going to take you. And if you have an inclination or any ounce of, 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 of the feeling that you accord to, to the priesthood, please um, either call our office, uh, on this number, it's 210 or talk to your local vocations director, uh, tell them about your intentions to become, that you want to become uh, a priest, uh, because that's where the journey begins, it begins from the local diocese, and those uh, vocations directors will help you Connect yourself with the vocations director either at the AMS, and or that the vocations director at AMS will connect you with us um, from the recruiting office uh, in the Air Force. And the well.
0: and the so AMS so is, the AMS is short for Archdiocese for yeah. the Military Services. The military service. And uh, the uh, vocations office here at the Archdiocese can be reached by email at vocations at millarch.org. That's M-I-L-A-R-C-H dot O-R-G. That's short for Military Archdiocese. Or you can call us here at 202-719-3600. Uh, Father Robbie Decca, tell us about your vocational journey. How did you discern your calling to the priesthood and how in the world did you end up as a chaplain in the United States Air Force?
1: So um, I I'll I will give you an abbreviated a very abbreviated you know, <laughs> answer to that because it's a long one. <laughs> um, so um, I'm originally from Zambia, uh, but I'm ordained for the Diocese of Gaylord in the northern Michigan. And
0: and I said, where, where did you say you were originally from?
1: From Zambia. Zambia,
0: gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah, in Zambia Africa.
1: In, the, in Africa in the southern part of
0: Africa.
1: Yes. Got so, it. but I was I was ordained for the Diocese of Gaylord um, in northern Michigan. Um, I went to Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, and I was ordained in two thousand and seven. Um, I served there for a while, and. Um, I happened to, to be assigned to a parish that my pastor was, a, was friends with a priest who was a chaplain in the Air Force. And that priest at that time was a recruiter doing the very job that I'm doing today. Um, and his name is now uh, the Bishop of Anchorage in Alaska, his Bishop Chad Zelensky oh yeah uh, so he he saw me and I was active very active I you know I ran a lot I do outdoor activities then he said hey uh, why don't you try to become a chaplain because you live you know you are active you're young and things like that so they the journey started from there and before you knew it I was in the United States Air Force as a chaplain, and my first assignment was in Minot, at Minot Air Force Base. Um, I was assigned there in 2015, and that was my first assignment, I was there for close to four years, until 2019, when... I got an assignment to the recruiting uh, office.
0: Wow! When you were growing up in Zambia, did you ever envision, in your wildest dreams, that you would end up in the United States Air Force?
1: No, not at all. Not even, and <laughs> not, not even when I was even when I was a priest in Galen. You know, at the beginning, I never had any interest whatsoever in the military. Because, granted, where, where I come from, military is looked at differently. Um, they are at the higher pedestal. Uh, you just don't get to be part of the military. It's a very difficult thing to become part of. And when you become part of, you are really, really feared and respected. So I had that perception I, you know, in my mind saying like, you know, military it's not something that I can come closer to because those people are very, very respected and to be feared.
0: Wow. What a journey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, even at the moment sometimes I try, you know, I'll pinch myself, is this really true? I'm <laughs> in the military, I'm in the United States Air Force. Yeah.
0: I see. Well, uh, the church studies, um, and I'm sh- sure you've gone over these uh, figures, but uh, uh, the church studies show that uh, the uh, military is uh, the largest source of new vocations in uh, the United States priesthood. Uh, That's very true. The, the most recent study that uh, comes from the Center for Applied Research in the Apostolate They do an annual survey of ordinance to the priesthood. This year finds that uh, 5% of those ordained had prior military service, and 11% come from military families. Uh, How much of your work is uh, dedicated to reaching out to active duty service members who aren't yet priests, but uh, you might... Uh, determine would become you know, good priests uh, with the right yeah. shepherding. Uh, h- how much of your work is spent uh, with y- young men like that?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, that, you know, I'll begin by answering it this way. Uh, that goes to show you how important uh, chaplains are or Catholic priests are uh, for the Air Force or who are in the Air Force because it begins from our parishes. How the Catholic priests are present to their members, to the flock that they take care of, uh, because the vocations are fostered from that point of view. So when those young people grow up in parishes that foster or nurture their interests and their vocations, then it is easy for them to see where God. Them to be. Secondly, uh, we, we engage um, the Academy, um, the United States Academy, in, in Air Force Academy at um, Colorado Springs. We have a program called uh, Religious um, Deferred Program where if, let's say, somebody who is already in the service wants to become a seminarian, their service is put on hold so that they can go to seminary, then after that, after their ordination, um, their service commitment is triggered back when they become uh, active-duty priests. They continue with their service program. And at the same time, those airmen who are already um, in the... Air Force who wants to, to become seminaries, we invite them uh, in conjunction with the uh, Archdiocese for the Military Service. We have programs called uh, the Descendment Retreats where these men are invited um, for a weekend-long program for Descendment talks and prayer to see where they are uh, in the vocation journey, so that's how this
0: is done on this part. I've been talking to Father Captain Robbie Decca of the United States Air Force. He is a uh, chaplain recruiter for the Air Force, and uh, we've been talking about the uh, shortage of, um, of Catholic chaplains in the, the Air Force uh, right now. Uh, about sixty on active duty. We need about one hundred fifty. Uh, so, uh, Father Decca, working very hard to plug that gap. Father Decca, thank you so much for talking to me.
1: Thank you for having me, and uh, please, I would just ask that you continue praying for us. Pray for uh, more vocations uh, to the Catholic priesthood, and, um, and also pray for, for the bishops, and pray for all the families that, that have uh, young men. Um, that they're raising so that they can foster the vocations that they have as well.
0: Thank you, sir. Catholic Military Life is a podcast of the Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, erected by Pope St. John Paul II in 1985 to provide for the free exercise of Catholic faith in the U.S. military, VA medical centers, and the government's civilian workforce beyond U.S. borders. 1.8 million American Catholics worldwide depend on the Archdiocese and its endorsed chaplains for pastoral care. For more information visit millarch.org The Archdiocese for the Military Services USA, serving those who serve.